The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. get to more of your comments about uh, transit, LRT coming up. Lots of uh, interesting comments coming in right now, though. I want to introduce you to someone uh, pretty special. In 2004, Lonnie Bissonnette was involved in a skydiving accident in Idaho. That accident left him in a wheelchair. At the time, he was trying to set a Canadian base jumping record when his foot got caught in his chute and he went down, hitting the water at about 130 kilometers an hour suffering a spinal cord injury. Since the accident, though, he has defied all odds and is the world's first and only paraplegic base jumper, and he just participated in the 2019 Skydiving National Championships in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. Hey, Lonnie, welcome to the show. Hey, Lynn, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Oh my gosh! You just must live on this, you know, perpetual state of adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like to have fun. You do like to have fun. Okay, you need to maybe back it up a little bit for me. So, if if we could go back to 2004 and that accident, um, what that left you uh, in, in the wheelchair? It was what your 1100th base jump that you were trying to do at the time. That's correct, yeah, my 1100th base jump, and, uh, you know, after 1100 jumps kind of run together, so I wanted that jump to, to be special and be, be something that I could remember it by, so uh, we were setting a Canadian record, um, everybody simultaneously jumping off the bridge, and at the same time I was doing a quadruple gainer and uh, just messed up and wasn't flipping fast enough, so... When I went to deploy my parachute, uh, wrapped around my foot, never had a chance to fully open and basically hung me upside down by the mm. foot as I hit the water uh, doing, like you said, about 130 kilometers an hour. My goodness. And you, and you think, at, you know, like 1,100, you've done this a few times. Had you had, you had run-ins or close calls before, Lonnie? Actually, no, I had never had Nothing. any uh, anything major happen uh, in all those years, uh, 1,100 uh, base jumps, and at the time, I probably had about 1,800 skydives as well. So, wow. with no with no major incidents at all. What is it about base jumping and skydiving that uh, that you love so much? I, I love flying. I love the the feeling of flying. I love being in the air. I love anything to do with flight, and uh, it's it's a it's an amazing feeling of freedom. And after I did my very first skydive, it, it, it immediately became a passion for me. I absolutely fell in love with the sport. And, you know, I just, just couldn't see myself giving it up. I think after I did my first and only skydive, I yelled at my dad. <laughs> I yelled at my dad to, to get the, the shoot off of me. There were some choice words that were expressed, and I said, I will never do this again. <laughs> but different, but, <laughs> but different yeah, strokes for different folks. Everybody. You know, I think, yeah. I, think, I think it's the kind of sport that, you know, you either absolutely fall in love with it immediately or you don't. 
I would, I would, I would do a tandem jump. I, that's what I would do again. I didn't, you know, the first one didn't. Uh, it was a solo, like not from super high, like three thousand or four thousand feet, whatever it was. But I would do a, a tandem jump, right. I think. But having said that, it's funny because I love scuba diving, and my dad hated scuba diving. He couldn't wrap his head around it. Anyway, I'm here to talk about <laughs> you, not me. So this accident left you paralyzed from the chest down, um, but you were determined to keep jumping. Absolutely. You know, I I spent about three or three and a half weeks in intensive care. And when they when they brought me out of sedation, the first question I had from my doctors was, how long do you think it'll be before I can jump again? Wow. And, you know, I got to hand it to her. My doctor was great. You know, she didn't uh, she didn't mince words and, and just looked at me and said, Lonnie, I'm sorry, you've suffered a spinal cord injury. You're paralyzed. You'll never jump again. And but, you uh, said, just watch me? I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked at her and said, I'm sorry. You don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> I will jump again. So what, and it actually took me uh, about 10 and a half months to get back in the air. And what were those 10 and a half months like? What did, what did you have to do? How did you have to prepare for that? Um, I spent about five and a half months inpatient in the hospital doing rehab. And then uh, several more months after that, outpatient rehab. But it really was just a, a determination that I would go back. And, and honestly, it was, in the beginning, the, the idea was that I would just do one more jump. I mm. needed to do, and that's what I kept saying to the doctors, I need to do one more jump. And for me, I needed to do that just to prove to myself that, I didn't give up or that the sport didn't beat me. Yeah. And then once I did that first jump, then I was like, well, you know, <laughs> I could keep going. So how did you do that first jump, um, that first jump after the accident? The, the very first the very first jump was a skydive and I actually did a tandem okay. with my son. It was his very first jump. He, oh, wow. Uh, he had come to me after the accident and said, Dad, because he grew up around the, the club and around skydiving his whole life. And he said, you know, you told me when I got older I could do a jump. And I was I was literally choking back tears. Mm. You know, I was so proud of him. Here's a, here's a kid that, that saw firsthand the, you know, the repercussions of what potentially could happen, and yet he still wanted to jump. So I said, there's no way I'm going to let him go out and do his first skydive without me. <laughs> so I contacted the club and said, you know, I'm coming with them. And that was that. So that was so 2005, yeah. 2006. Uh, you were the first paraplegic to jump from all four objects in base, which is building, antenna, span, and earth, right? Correct. So yes. so when yeah. you were doing that, when you're doing the base jumping now, do you, did you have your wheelchair attached somehow to you to do the base jumping? Um, not in the beginning, actually. It, it never occurred to me in the beginning. I just wanted to go back and redo the objects after I did my first base jump. Um, and I did that for a few years where I would just jump without the chair. And uh, I, I still, after even after a couple of years uh, after being injured, I was still struggling with having to use the wheelchair mm. basically on a daily basis. And, and I came up with this idea. I thought, you know, if I could figure out a way to bring the chair with me on a base jump there's no way the chair could actually diminish my passion for the sport but maybe 
if I actually brought it with me on a base jump, maybe I wouldn't hate the chair so much. Okay. So I went, uh, you know, I started scratching my head and, and designed um, a strap system that keeps the wheelchair with me. And then also a recovery parachute that's built specifically for the wheelchair itself. So the strap system keeps the chair to me, but I also have a system where I can get rid of it with a, uh, a single operation, which is similar to our skydiving uh, equipment, where I just pull one handle and that detaches me from the chair. And if I have to do that, then the chair itself has its own parachute so that it'll come down gently and you know not hurt anybody. Lonnie, you must uh, you must come in for your landing a lot softer than I did. <laughs> <laughs> <With these. laughs> um, so this past yeah, yeah you know it, it takes practice you know, for sure. So this past weekend on Saturday, you took part in the 2019 Skydiving National Championships down in Wasaga Beach, down in a beautiful part of uh, Ontario. Um, yeah, you you jump with your wheelchair. Yeah, actually, uh, the uh, Wasaga Skydive Wasaga Beach in uh, contacted a friend of mine and said. You know, this is the 60th anniversary of the national championships, and we wanted to make it special. We're going to have all kinds of things going on. And he asked a friend of mine, he says, I've got this great idea. Do you think Lonnie could skydive into the opening ceremonies with his wheelchair? And, of course, my buddy was like, of course you can. No problem. <laughs> so he said, well, can you contact him and ask him if he'll do it? So then my friend called me up and said, you can do that, right? And I was like, um, actually, I've never done a skydive with a chair, but... Let's figure it out. So that's what we did. Uh, this summer we did a bunch of test jumps to, to make sure that it was actually possible. And then um, a week ago, two weeks ago, I jumped into the opening ceremonies. And then last Friday I jumped into the closing ceremonies onto uh, Wasega Beach Golf Course. Amazing. Lonnie, hold, hold that thought for just a moment. I need to take a break. I have a couple more questions for you when we come back, okay? Okay, great. Yeah, it's Lonnie Bissonnette joining us this afternoon. He um, he hasn't let his paralysis stop him from living his dream, jumping out of planes, skydiving, skydiving still um, with his wheelchair, even though he suffered a spinal cord injury and is, and is paralyzed from, from the chest down. More with him right after this. So Lonnie Bissonnette joining us this afternoon. He um, is uh, a skydiver. He is a base jumper. He is also a Paralympian. We haven't got to that just yet. This past weekend uh, made history when he took part in the 2019 Skydiving National Championships in Wasega Beach, taking his skydiving experience a little bit uh, further, a little bit different this time, um, strapping himself into a wheelchair. Uh, he is paralyzed from the waist down and you um, dove into the opening ceremonies and closed it out as well, Lonnie? Yes, uh, yeah, I did. I was, I was fortunate enough to, uh, to be invited to do both. And how was, how was it? How was it with the wheelchair? Um, as you said, you know, you're trying to maybe get used to it more and uh, not hate it as much. How is it? Um, it's, it's actually uh, it's a bit challenging in, uh, in the skydiving environment because of the airspeed from the free fall we're falling at at least uh, 120 miles per hour so the chair kind of adds an extra dimension to the whole free fall portion of it because it grabs air at different mm. angles and it's a bit tricky to actually 
be able to fly the chair. So um, it definitely adds uh, an extra bit of uh, tension. What's <laughs> what's next for you, Lonnie? Uh, next, actually, you know, skydiving season, base jumping season now is pretty much wrapped up for me, and uh, I'll start up uh, bobsled uh, World Cup season. I compete for Canada on uh, the World Cup circuit in para bobsled. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So, um, skydiving yeah. during the summer months, uh, bobsled during the during the winter months, Lonnie. Um, I, I've been on a number of your. Uh, anytime I just Google your name, there's just a whole bunch of stuff that that comes up. Tom, hey, look <laughs> at this guy jumps off a cliff in his wheelchair or jumps out of a plane in his, in his wheelchair. Hey, he's a Paralympian. Check this out. But every every story comes back and, and talks about um, how much of an inspiration you are um, for those around you um, at any of these events. What do you, how does that make you feel when people say you're, you're inspiring or you're inspiring them? Um, it actually makes me feel really uncomfortable. I don't, I don't, <laughs> feel like I'm anybody that uh, somebody should be looking up for inspiration. I've, I've always, you know, kind of made jokes that a smart guy would have quit, but I'm just too <laughs> stupid to quit. So, you know, I don't, I don't see myself as an inspiring person, just, just someone who is really stubborn and and refuses to give up. Uh, stubborn and refusing to give up. I love it. So I know on your off time as well, you spend some time with uh, other folks who are dealing with a similar is- uh, uh, injuries uh, as yours. What do you think um, this this cur- well this courage this you know stubbornness to to not uh, not give up shows them? Or what would you like them to know um, about what they can do? Well, you know, I, I think uh, what I'd like to for them to, to see or, or pull away from it is that whatever they want to do, they'll, they'll be able to. Um, you know, I do go to the rehab hospitals sometimes and, and talk to newly injured people, and, and I tell them that, you know, yeah, your life is going to be extremely different, and it will suck you know i don't Mm -hmm. try to pull any punches i don't try to sugarcoat it it sucks um but it's not over Mm -hmm. you know and i always tell people that when we peel away all the layers of garbage that that we go through in life it basically comes down to two different choices you know you can either say this sucks and curl up in a fetal position and suck your thumb and say i want my mommy (laughs) Or you can acknowledge that it sucks because it does, and you say, this sucks, but. And as soon as you say the word but, but. you've just opened up a million opportunities and a million avenues of, of things that you can do. As long as you say the word but, you can move forward. If you don't, then you're kind of stuck in that that place of, oh, this sucks. So I always try to tell people, you know, just try to find something and... and you know, if you're passionate, if there's anything that you were passionate about before the accident, then I tell them that you will be able to find a way to do it. it it's going to be difficult and it's going to be challenging, but, but. If, uh, <laughs> if you put your mind to it, you you will be able to do it. Great advice, Lonnie. I want to thank you for taking the time to, to join us this afternoon. I'm looking forward to seeing what's next for you and cheering you on uh, with the Paralympic bob- bobsled team this winter. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, Lonnie.
Thank you. Bye-bye now. Lonnie Bissonnette joining us this afternoon. You can follow him on Twitter. You can suck it up, curl up, or you can look at it and go, hey, but there's something else there. Or but I can still find a way. Great advice.